1: Hey everybody, it's the Interview Queen, Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's
2: Court. Hi, I'm the Asian sensation Kanji, you're listening to Queen's Court. Hi guys, this is the Queen of Queen's Visage talking, and I am so happy to introduce you to the Queen's Court. Alright everyone, welcome to this very special episode of Queen's Court Queenie Chats. As you may have just heard, as we're introducing here with a little music, um, I have a queen, the interview queen, back here with me in the castle. Queen's Court, she's here. Miss Alicia Atute, how are you?
1: Hi, I'm very happy to be back. I'm doing very, very well, and, uh, I'm really happy that we're able to do this again.
2: Yeah, me too. I was so excited to hear from you, and I was like, oh my gosh, my favorite. (laughs) I get to talk to her again. It was such a pleasure speaking with you last time, and, uh, Very popular interview. You're my number one downloaded interview episodes, obviously, because who doesn't love the interview queen? (laughs) la la, I like it. (laughs) People are very interested in what you have to say. So (laughs) that's an awesome thing. Let's give them some more. (laughs) Why don't we? (laughs) We just love when two queens get together, don't we? (laughs) So Alicia, since last we spoke... I actually got to meet you at StarCast 3 all-out weekend in Chicago, which was an absolute pleasure. How was that experience for you that weekend? Because I know it wasn't your first rodeo (laughs) in terms of those events.
1: Yeah, I think that was my third StarCast, Mm -hmm. and it was a lot of fun. Those are always a good time. It's always a nice reunion, like, seeing tons of friends there. Um, And then just meeting fans. Like, I, I love that. It's one of my favorite parts of this job is the fact that, like, it's surreal because as I'm meeting them, I'm like, oh gosh, like I have fans. That's awesome. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's really fun. I I enjoy those events a ton.
2: Yeah, it it was it was so cool, and it was a, my first one. A super cool experience, and you know, AEW has just been on a literal roller coaster, fast train ride ever since then. <laughs> you know, starting on television, and here we are um, now in in 2020, and things have changed for the interview queen. And uh, when I saw this news come out for you, first of all, congratulations on signing with MLW. Thank you. Thank you so so much. cool. You are welcome. Um, How, what happens? I was like, saw this news and I'm like, oh my God, it's MLW. I'm so excited. Not <laughs> that I didn't expect it, but I just was so excited for you when I saw this come out.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was so exciting. They reached out to me a little while ago and they just kind of were so sweet and so nice and just said they like what I do. And I was like, hey, I like what you do. And um, so they flew me out to a set of tapings we did in New York back in December. And it just went so well. I think we wanted to kind of test the waters and see if they were happy with what I provided and to make sure I was happy and comfortable there. And you know, the the weekend literally didn't even end. We were, like, on the first day, and we already had talks about signing. So it felt really good that they they wanted me. They saw the skill set that I was able to bring to the company and the fact that I love the locker room. I have so many friends there, and I feel, like, so, so respected and, and comfortable there. It just – it is so awesome. I'm I, I feel like I've, like, officially found, like, my wrestling home, and it feels so, so good.
2: Oh my gosh, that's like the best to hear. You know, when we we had been talking before on our previous interview uh, about how, you know, you were thinking about maybe that would be something in your future, right? Being with one place and that was something you would be open to and now here you are and you feel like it's home. Oh, that's like the best. <laughs> Is there anything better? And then you're in your professional life, right? You're doing what you love to do and you actually love the environment in which you're working in.
1: Yeah, it's extremely surreal. Like there are days I step back after like a day of p- putting merch together, organizing interviews, confirming upcoming bookings. Like you know, it's still it's still all DIY. It's still it's still all Smart, just me behind yes. the scenes. Um, and I'll take a step back and realize like, oh, this is super cool. And then on top of that, the fact that as an interviewer, um, I was signed on and locked down somewhere. Like it's just it's really surreal for me and super cool. And I'm very grateful that they took a a chance. Uh, on me and with me and like I couldn't be more happy with my decision because we've done uh two sets of taping so far I think a total of like five days together and uh it hasn't been long by any means but I already feel so at home like I just walk in and I'm like I'm already you know like walking through the door like it's not awkward or I don't feel like I'm being treated any differently like it's it's really really lovely
2: Oh that's really cool to hear. Uh, awesome, you know, and as people who love to watch MLW, like that's just such a nice thing to hear about the company that you love to support, right? That's awesome to hear that backstage behind the scenes like, yeah, it's good. I feel good and and I'm happy with that choice. And then I know it's only been like you said two tapings, but how does it feel I guess now that you're you're locked down in one company, or in one place. And yeah, it's you're still doing all your own things behind the scenes, but does it feel different to you now that you like, yeah, like MLW, like that's it. It does feel
1: different. Now I feel like I have that one spot that like I'm always repping. Like I sent a tweet out earlier how I'm literally living in my, in my (laughs) MLW hoodie. And it's because it's just like, I'm, I I have a different sense of pride. Like it's really cool when you get to do one-offs and you know, people bring you on for their shows. Like I'm so grateful for every opportunity I've been given. Mm -hmm. But now that I have this, like, one place that I'm at, cause I signed like a multi-year contract. Like I know it's gonna be for a while. I'm like, I all I want to do is is be proud and rep it because, you know, I have nothing to really sweat while I'm there. It just it, it feels right. And like, I remember looking at that paper before signing it. Well, it was digital. But I remember looking at it at <laughs> uh, the contract and like for like half an hour before signing it, just thinking like, whoa, it's happening. Like it was a roller coaster of emotions, and um the fact that it happened and like I was happy every step of the way with how I was treated and how things are going to be going forward it's uh uh I'm, I'm just I'm stoked it's
2: really cool it is really cool so joining the broadcast team so yes. you'll be doing backstage stuff what what all is I guess your official role in MLW for those who may not know
1: yeah so I mean I mainly label it just to kind of make it easy just as like TV host because I'll do in ring promos backstage stuff um I do sit down interviews now like they kind of changed a bit of the the format mm-hmm. of the show because now they have me there which is really cool like I don't mean the format is in like how they actually edit it or anything but they've added stuff for me which is awesome so now I like on the last uh, episode, I did a sit down with Brian Pillman before he um, went into the finals of the Opera Cup. And like, it's really cool that they see the value I bring and they know my skill set, And they're like, okay, well we have her. Like, let's actually utilize her. Like, it used to drive me crazy sometimes going to shows and just sitting around and being like, I'm here, like, hello, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And And I don't mean that by any means in like an ungrateful bratty way. I mean like, if I'm coming to someone's promotion to work, I would love to be put to work because that's what I'm there for, you know? So um, they they put me to work in, like, an awesome way where I'm just kind of like, ooh, all right, like, this is great. Um, Yeah, I have no complaints, which is weird because, like, going into it, even though it seemed all, like, hunky-dory and I'm, I'm really happy to be there, you'd think there'd be something where – because it, it, is, it is work. You'd think there'd be something where you're like, oh, I wish that would change. But I'm, like, really happy there, so –
2: yeah <laughs> well, good. <laughs> and And that's really cool that they're giving you these opportunities to kind of create your own stuff. Like I'm here. now let's utilize me, and I'm gonna get to do these new things. i I think that's really special and fun. You know, there's a lot of a lot of places and and other types of jobs all across the world that you know you you get kind of stuck in one uh, little role, one area, and they don't let you allow or allow you to be creative or more so go outside the box, try something new, and I think that's really cool to hear. Yeah,
1: I didn't know what to expect, so going into it like anything, I I don't want to use the word, like, skeptical, but, you know, you go Mm. into it not knowing what to expect with new stuff like this, and I remember leaving those first tapings just happy, and I'm like, whoa, this feels weird, like, should I be this stoked after, like, just one taping with a company, but... (laughs) it felt, it felt different and it felt right. And like, I knew in the end there would be some papers being signed. And so, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad with with the decision.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, indie wrestling right now, uh, I'm sure you have your own opinion on it being actually, you know, involved, but Indie wrestling right now, I feel like it's the hottest it's ever been. 2019 was a crazy, crazy year for indie wrestling, and we're moving into 2020, and I only see it growing exponentially. What's so special, in your opinion, both you know, as someone who's been involved in so many different companies and doing all sorts of things that you do, and in your interviews, and in your YouTube channel, and your website, um, what do you think is special about MLW in particular?
1: I think that there's a certain level of grit that comes with the brand that's really exciting. Like I mentioned this, um, I don't know if it was on Twitter or somewhere and I was just saying how like a lot of our stuff's improvised and super fun that way. So it's like, yeah, you have to keep the storylines going and like you have points that you have to get across of course. Um, but you can kind of go with the flow on stuff, which is really fun. Like they allow you to have your input. They allow you to speak your mind if you don't really feel like, you know, if you think you can improve on something, you're not looked down upon if you, open your mouth you know <laughs> like um so that that was awesome for me they're very welcoming in that sense and some of the best stuff just comes from riffing so the fact that you don't have to stick to that script all the time uh mm. you can come you come up with like some really random hilarious stuff when you're just like shooting the shit in these promos so <laughs> i think that's become my favorite part so far aside from the environment and people it's just being able to kind of do what we want w- within reason um and make it r- just really
2: Fun, yeah. Um, one of my favorite uh, parts of MLW, or I guess one of my favorite people in MLW, is Myron Reed. I just like yeah. to watch him wrestle a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god! And now you're there, as if I didn't have enough reason to watch anyway for the wrestling. Now you're there, it just think it's the coolest. But, um, of of these people on your on this roster that you're working with, who do you think is like the people that that the fans and the wider community should keep their eye on in MLW.
1: Oh, that's so tricky. Cause like the th- awesome thing about it is we have people have been in the industry for a while to give advice, like, like Conan and Savio Vega and Loki. Um, you know, we have people like that who everyone has their eyes on because they're just so well known and respected. And they're giving us these like locker room chats um, where we're all kind of like sitting there taking stuff away from them. So I feel like, Everyone else is, like, up and coming or newer, or um, they have a really good platform now to get their names out there because of MLW. So, like, I don't want to single out, like, anyone in specific, but, like, when it comes to mine, because we were just in Dallas, I mean, when the Von Erics came out, it was so significant because of their family lineage, like, being in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the way the crowd responded to them, like, holy shnikes. They went wild for these guys. Like it was amazing yep. to see. So like that, since it's just so recent, like that comes to mind. Those guys, like you can't sleep on them. They're just they're amazing. But um, yeah, it was that was really cool for me to see.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. So I I saw that too, and I was like, oh god, like you just feel that warm reception, and that's something really special about uh the Von Erichs. They're they're really cool to to watch wrestle, <laughs> but when they enter a building like that and it's in in texas uh, i don't think it gets much louder <laughs> or right. more exciting right you know No, it was nuts i can imagine um so upcoming show in philly fight yes now. you're gonna be there i am live oh in good. action live in action <laughs> very exciting um so i just want to make sure everyone knows that that pay-per-view is coming up for mlw uh in february i believe correct the first is that right? Yeah. So
1: it's February first. We're doing some tapings for MLW Fusion there. So if you happen to be in the area, if you want to do a nice little road trip on down <laughs> to Philadelphia, um, we're gonna we're gonna be there, and it's gonna be awesome. As I've you know, you can tell I'm very excited about this company. The wrestling is awesome. Uh, they've given me the opportunity to do some live segments, which is super cool. Like, I'm Whoa. like, every, yeah, like earpieces and all. Like, it's super fun. So Wow, um, you're
2: official.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's it's cool. So um, that kind of stuff goes on if you want to see me. And then we all go out. Um, well, most of us um, go out before the show and after just to meet fans, say hello, uh, sign stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be a great, great show. I'm really excited about it.
2: Yeah, and it's coming up, like, in a week. So that's kind (laughs) of crazy. Yeah, it's
1: coming up so soon. I feel like I was just taping. I feel like I just left tapings with them in Dallas. And now we're like, oh,
2: new show? Okay. All right, gear up. Here we go. <laughs> I know it's crazy. I feel like there's there's so many shows and so many things, but I just want to make sure people are absolutely checking that out on the first of February. MLW Fightland. It's it's gonna be can't miss. I promise you that it's gonna be a good good time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So not only are you doing this, but you're still doing your interview queenness. That you're putting out your own interviews. You just did one with B Priestley, yes. um, which was excellent, by the way. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, What what are you up to for 2020 in terms of your interviews? Who are you looking to have on? What are you thinking about doing? Because you're still doing, of course, everything else that you do,
1: right, <laughs> which is yeah. a lot,
2: girl. You got a lot going on. Yeah,
1: it's busy, but it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, really, it's really cool that MLW still give me that um opportunity where I can interview talent from any any other company for my channel like they aren't weird about that at all which is amazing um so yeah I I just want to grow I want to keep growing keep getting better keep honing my craft become an even better interviewer um I mean even the little things like I really started trying to look better when I do this stuff which sounds (laughs) like this no I mean I'm being honest like it sounds stupid and like minute but it, it hit me like, oh, okay, I'm actually like gonna be on TV, and now MLW are looking at different TV deals come like the springtime, and right. you know, I'm like, I'm like, oh gosh, like I want to prove, like, all right, you made the right choice, like she looks the part and everything, so like even little things like that from like making more effort in that regard and all that kind of stuff. But um, interview-wise, I just want some, just to keep growing really my channel. Um, I really want to interview The Rock and Cena, which sounds like Ooh. I know that's a big get, but I've had a lot of stuff I never thought I'd ever have, so I'm almost like eh, nothing's out of the question. Like fingers crossed, some cool stuff can happen. So um, yeah, it's really just to keep hustling, keep doing indie shows, and
2: keep growing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> if you got Rock and Cena, I would just be beside myself, if, like excited for you. <laughs> I'm not doing anything I'm just gonna watch and enjoy it but I'll be like freaking out for you because I just think <laughs> that's the coolest but if anybody can do it honey you can I believe in you <laughs> thank you fingers crossed eh <laughs> fingers crossed right what is it like talking to B Priestley I brought that up earlier uh that, that one was really really special I think it's your most recent that you put out right I think so
1: <gasps> I think so yeah
2: I think so yeah what was that like it was She's cool. A huge huge name
1: Yeah, she was really fun to have on. She was really sweet. Um, I started this new segment, which that one was featured in, called Catching Up With, because I was starting to realize, like, I only really interview at shows. I do it in person, whether it's my vlogs or my Mm sit-downs. And I'm like, there's so many – there's a whole other world of people that I can't interview because, like, they live abroad and I live away from them. So, uh, yeah, I just came up with this idea to have people on my site over Skype where we can actually still, like – have fun and shoot the breeze, but we don't have to be in the same place. So uh, when I, when she said yes, I was like, oh, that's sick. Like, and um, yeah, she was just awesome. She wasn't in any rush. She took her time. Um, She had some really great stories to share and it was like a very enjoyable conversation.
2: Yeah, that's really cool. And, and I know a lot of people um on, on Twitter that when I said I was talking to you wanted to know, like, Who's sort of on your list this year that you'd like to get? So we heard two, we heard the big ones. Who are some other people you're looking to to speak with this year?
1: It's weird because like those are those are the main ones simply mm-hmm. uh, simply because I feel like they've eluded me, and it's not that I ever think like oh I I deserve it like that's not that's not what I, I'm saying I just right. just like I just haven't got them, and I've seen people get them, and I'm like I need that <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> They're, like, really the ones I'm, I'm really looking at. But um, I want to I get back doing some more music stuff, actually. Um, not that I ever, like, Ooh. left it, but that's how I started. And I have a lot of, like, friends' bands coming through this year and a lot of really cool things lined up. So that's going to be happening more. And, yeah, I guess it's just wait and see who says yes. That's That's a big part of it, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll
2: just keep ourselves tuned in. And speaking of music... What's in your current playlist rotation? What are you listening to right now?
1: Oh, gosh. My playlist rotation. Um, I've been listening to a lot of, like, like bands like um, Orison and Rooney. Like, a lot of very, like, early 2000s stuff. And then, on top of that, like, a lot of... I've been listening to a ton of Beatles lately. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, they've always been in rotation. Like, I'm a, I've been a Beatles fan since I was a kid. But, like at dinner time with my family like we'll listen to a lot of that now and uh, that's kind of always playing and then I have my days where I just want to listen to like a lot of chick music I don't know why I've been back into that but maybe I'm just I've been emotional lately but um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of like Liz Fair and Juliana Hatfield and Sheryl Crow like all that kind of stuff you know so uh don't know why but those have kind of been some of the people I've been jamming to
2: I love a good Sheryl Crow song. <laughs> uh, yes. So good. So um, good. It's, she's like, it's, it's special. You turn that on and you just, I don't know, something else comes out of you. I feel like you're like, yes. Oh my gosh.
1: Um. I just want to be her so bad when I sing those songs. Like,
2: right? I don't know.
1: I don't know what it is about her, but there's something about like the tone in her voice and her guitar playing. Like she is one of the best singer songwriters out there and there's so much emotion in her tracks like oh i could go on for forever i just i want to go on stage with cheryl crow and just like sing and cry it'd be so great
2: (laughs) (laughs) new goal for alicia dude get on stage with cheryl crow (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey you never know right you never know you really Um, don't you really don't (laughs) these days it it could happen um i have a question for you from chris and his twitter is black underscore baymax eight he wants to know your go-to song when you're feeling down, or in a good mood, or even when you're cleaning. What do you turn on?
1: Okay, so yeah, when I'm sad, um, I always listen to a band called The Used, um, like just one of the best emo groups of all time. Um, they have this song called All That I've Got, which their lead singer actually wrote a uh, when his dog passed away. And earlier last year in January, um, my dog passed away, one of them. And so I listened to that song probably way too many times. Um, cause it just like it just connected with me really hard. And I've loved that song since I was a kid. Um, and now it means even more to me just because of the significance. So um, that is like my go to song for when I'm sad, because you can be sad about anything. And if you're screaming your lungs out along with Burt and you uh, you feel liberated.
2: Yeah, so I'd have to agree that.
1: Yeah. Oh, you're a used fan too? I am
2: a used fan, yes.
1: Oh, uh, I <laughs> the love
2: The best emo of all time. I can't. I love My them
1: so much. I cried after interviewing them because I just like, they mean so much to me. They got me through so much bullshit growing up, like for school and bullying and everything. Like, I just love them. So... Anyway, shout out to the used. <laughs> That's the used.
2: What about when you're in a good mood?
1: Oh, right. I'm so focused on being a sad That's
2: okay. Kid. It's okay. I
1: understand. <laughs> when I'm in a good mood, I listen to Steel Panther because nothing's more bitching than some Steel Panther. <laughs>
2: Great choice. Oh, my gosh. I love that yeah <laughs> love music tastes here on Queen's Court <laughs> I don't get to talk music enough I need to start branching out because it's just so much fun
1: oh it's awesome it's like I don't know why but music just makes everyone it's the one thing you can relate on like everyone likes music not everyone might like wrestling but everyone likes music and if you don't you're a sociopath
2: <laughs> I mean right I totally agree um thoughts on Lizzo just as a side question
1: Oh, okay. So a lot of like more popular music like that. I'm not a huge, huge fan of. Yeah. I remember I was watching, Um, I mean, like radio hits and stuff nowadays. Like sure, I kind sure. of tune out of that stuff. But then I was listening, I don't remember what it was off of, but I was watching some show and that like, uh oh shit I don't even know what it's called but they're like I do my hair taste yes. like that's on as hell. And I, Yes, and I was like yeah that's it and I was like ooh shit like this is a this is a good tune so um yeah yep. I, I like a couple songs of hers. I think I've quoted a couple um because she has some really good lyrics.
2: Right? I know
1: <laughs> really good. So yeah shout out shout out Lizzo. I'm trying to I'm trying to listen to you more.
2: <laughs> right? I know I, I'm not really on the radio either but Uh, she's just something special. Because you're right, those lyrics, I'm like, oh, girl, yes. I I feel like I'm powered, girl power. I'm all about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's. uh, I I really enjoy a couple tracks by her.
2: Yeah, same. (laughs) Uh, I have another question for you. Yes. From MGB Graham at MGB Graham. He says, as a dad with a 12-year-old son who is a huge wrestling fan and has his own podcast, which is MGB Wrestling Pod, He said, what is the best advice you can give to someone producing wrestling content with you also starting so young? Maybe could be things to definitely do or pitfalls to avoid. Um,
1: I think the biggest thing is to accept no as an answer within reason. Um, There are times you'll get really mad and upset when people tell you no for interviews. I mean, I definitely have been there, but there comes a point where... You have to take a step back, accept the fact that you were given a no, and then that should light the fire underneath your bum to really want to go after that same goal and eventually get it. Uh, nothing is more gratifying than being told no, and then coming back to that same person and getting a yes, or even more so than seeing your growth and coming to you offering that same thing they told you no to. So um, just keep at it, because uh, it can take a hundred no's so many doors can be slammed in your face, but all it takes is that one yes or that one door to open and you can be set. So it's as cheesy as it sounds. Good old Cena says it best. Never give up. Like we really got to keep on trucking because this industry is hard and I've been in music and wrestling and they're both tough as nails. Um, So you kind of have to be tough as nails too. And you can't always be, sometimes I have days where I just want to like break down, but some days I'm so thankful and happy that I stuck with it. And, uh, really cool things can happen if you do.
2: Yeah, I think that's super good advice. And, and just like whatever it is that you're doing, don't give up, keep at it. Cause you just, you never know what happens when you put forth your best effort. I think great things can happen. And I mean, look at you, you've, you've had a really awesome career so far and you're so young and you have so much more ahead of you. And and that has to feel so great to, to be where you are now and be like, wow, like I did that. And you can be really proud of yourself for it.
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been surreal. Like, I often think about that, like, 12 year old girl listening to the use, like, yeah. crying her eyes up thinking like that, nothing's going her way. And like, people might never connect with her because of whatever reasons. And then I, I, I kind of step away from thinking about that and see where I've come and how I've grown and how I still have a lot more growing to do. But um it's it's really gratifying and very surreal like I'm just I'm thankful for every opportunity I've been given and that's why looking back at places I've been or people I've met like regardless of where you end up or how you end up being like you have to kind of try to accept and enjoy every step of the way because all those little moments tie together and help um, make you and get you to where you are and who you are which sounds so I'm like just full of words of wisdom and cliches right now but it's it's so true (laughs) like it's I did so much reflecting heading into 2020 sure new year new decade um I feel like I grew so so much and then I realized like I still got a lot of growing to do and a lot of learning but like you can kind of take that step back and realize oh yeah all right stuff's pretty cool stuff's all right
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I totally I feel like we we need to like really take that step back I I have to do that myself and and really just reflect take a moment look at what you have look at where you want to go and really kind of vision board that a little bit it is cliche but you know what that stuff works I'm telling you (laughs) no because sometimes you're so stuck like
1: you're so stuck in the way that things are going and like you can have so many great things coming your way and you're just like running through them all just not just to get them done but just because like you're so busy and I remember um it was doing tapings, having a really big influencer campaign come my way and then signing and being like, I did all those things and yes, I enjoyed them along the way, but like I never really let it soak in. And then one night I was laying in bed after like watching telly with my family and I just like started crying. I was like, oh my God, I did all those things. Like that is, it just didn't hit me until that moment for whatever reason. So yeah, try, try to enjoy it as it comes. But if you can't, just because you're like me and you're frazzled brain, um, take it some kind of moment to to let everything sink in.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one more question for you. Um just from coming from from me as a podcaster and someone yeah. who's in the, in, the, in this world, um what advice can you give for interviews or or talking to people in the business that that you have? Some maybe tips and tricks because I think you're one of the best out there in terms of your flow of conversation and the way you're able to do things, uh, I think is really special and unique. You know, there's, like I said, only a few out there that I, I think nail it really well and you're one of them. So I'd love oh, to know what you. you would suggest for that.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Um, Honestly, I like I've said it before, but I always call myself like a professional stalker because when I go into my interviews, I'll look someone up for like 3 years back on their Twitter or their Instagram, and I'll try to find little nuggets of things that they love or that they enjoy, and I find the more personal and the more personable you make your interviews, the more fun your guest ends up having. So mm. I just say go in, go into it wanting to have fun, wanting to have a good time. Um, try to put the nerves aside, which sometimes is way easier said than done. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna be a hypocrite. Like sometimes it's hard, but um, try and just have a good time with it. I find like the days I go into tapings or interviews with my like head held up high and I'm like, Oh yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like I did my research. I'm happy. I'm ready to go. Like those always end up being the best interviews. Um, Cause it's, it's infectious. So yeah, I guess that's my advice.
2: <laughs> well, I think that's great advice. And well, thank you. Well, I mean, listen, you're the interview queen, right? If you're going <laughs> to ask anybody for advice then you would be the one, <laughs> what can I say? Um, so as we look for 2020, we're only in January, which it's like, on one hand, I feel like, oh my God, 2019 flew by. And on the other hand, I'm like, oh my God, it's been 2020 for how long already? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, as we're looking forward to 2020, what are you most excited for?
1: Whew, I'm, I'm, honestly most excited for growing my site and my name through whatever avenues that may be. Um. And just traveling a lot more I keep having to remind myself like oh it is 2020 like I'm going to England for the first time because of my job in April which is nuts um I've yeah like it's crazy I have so many really cool things coming up so I mean I think I'm just most excited for for travel for getting bigger for getting better and just like I want to have more fun this year like last year was so much fun and I just want to I want to keep at that
2: yeah 2020 the year of fun I'm here for that (laughs) I'm here for it I hope it happens for you Um, obviously I want to say thank you so much for coming back on Queens Court for a chat it's always a pleasure speaking with you you're so kind and and generous and uh, it's been really truly so much fun to use our word for 2020 but it's true it's been so much fun Um, can you please let the people know where they can find you and follow you on this awesome new journey for you in 2020?
1: Yes. Um, all you guys have to do is go to alishatoot.com and there you will find my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, along with YouTube, where I have tons of vlogs, sit down interviews, along with Q&As, like a bunch of really random fun stuff. So um, uh, be sure to check all of that out and also watch MLW on Saturday night. You guys can watch it on YouTube at 6.05 p.m. Eastern or if you have BN Sports, if you have that channel, we are on at 9 p.m eastern on saturday so yeah it's gonna be a busy busy year so if you guys happen to know me before this interview uh please keep on supporting it means so so much to me and if you are just discovering who i am hopefully you liked what you heard and hello (laughs) i'm alicia and uh just thank you so much for having me on here this was so much fun
2: oh my gosh you are welcome anytime that you want (laughs) anytime it's been a super (laughs) pleasure and for everybody listening please enjoy the rest of your day and please be kind to one another